0: Welcome to Good Boys Gone Bland, episode 19. We are a marathon podcast where we delve into the careers of, uh, of the greatest actors, apparently. Uh, we're nine episodes in. I'm Denali. I am Ryan. I'm Matthew McConaughey's biggest fan, Jace. We, we are now. We're probably in the upper percentiles uh, like we were with speak Ben. Speak for yourself, eh? Well, we're around that the corner. That was a lie. Guys.
1: I'm sorry. I lied to our entire audience. I am not Matthew
0: McConaughey's biggest fan. <laughs> we're round the corner. We are approaching the light at the end of the tunnel with our journey with McConaughey. It's death. It's the bad. It life. is. <laughs> I'm gonna burn this it's, house uh... down. <laughs> oh no, we've got plenty of other rooms. But we are gonna move out of the mud room here in just in uh, two episodes, I guess. We got we got this one uh, to get out of our system. We got one more. And then we do our state of the podcast where we decide the fate for season three, which I'm very excited about. Yeah. Um,
2: That's like uh, the only thing I think about when I think about this podcast now
0: is mm -hmm. what we're going to do. yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm over this dude. I feel like you were over Matt um, after like the first two movies. Yeah. (laughs) Sahara was was it. Mm -hmm. To
1: be clear. I watched surviving Christmas on Saturday so...
0: You can't cheat on our boy Matt yes, I with an old flame! I needed a hit of Ben energy. You're like J-Lo's ex in the, we- <laughs> in the wedding planner that she... that he slept with. Really hot? You can't hot? go back. Thanks. You can't go back. I mean, they're all hot. Chiseled um, Jaw? Yeah, who's that guy? I've never seen that guy before in my life. But I feel like I should've, right? He was so oh, handsome. Yeah. As we're uh, as we're kind of opening up different... um. Are opening up our social media presence um, we're getting more interactions i actually have a, a listener question here that was submitted uh by uh this username named jade birdie uh, on twitter and i figured it would be fun to uh to kind of uh you know give a little audience interaction here um and so so audience members you know feel free to submit us a question we'll answer it on here we'll give you a shout out here um so, Jade Birdie's question here is, uh, Hey, GBGBs, what Pokemon would y'all be? Now I'll let you guys think about this a little bit, because I, uh, I haven't really thought about it either. Uh, I'm going to open it up to all all Gens. I know we're probably Gen 1 represent over here. Um,
2: yeah, I but... don't know anything other than, I think I might know Gen 2. I mean, Pokemon Go helped. Let's get, let's get that real. Oh, I think yeah. yeah. I learned a lot from Pokemon Go, but I don't remember any of them really now. Like, I haven't played in over a year, so... Mm-hmm.
0: Pokemon Go cured kind of my, like, hesitation with all the rest of the gens. Like, up to... I think they are up to, like, Gen 5. um And I actually thought they were pretty cool after that. Like, Blaziken? I didn't like it before, but oh, now yeah. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah.
2: um, So, this this is a different answer... This is a different, anth- uh, is a different okay. question than mm-hmm. what
0: Pokemon would you have if you could have one Pokemon? Yes. So, so... let's imagine... Can we imagine maybe an Animorph situation where we could switch back? Because otherwise yeah, we don't want to Yeah, I was about to, to be... say, yeah. yeah, this
2: is a difficult question because it does run in with our Animorph It does. It, <laughs> discussion. Do, you know. it also runs in with our furry discussion.
1: It does.
3: <laughs> so I'd like James... to make a
1: note at the beginning that I'm not going to pick a Pokemon that I want to have children with.
0: <clears throat> okay, that's literally what I was going to say. You don't, have, you don't have to mate as Pokemon. <laughs>
2: Ooh. Mr. Um, Mime has the most
0: raw sex appeal, but you don't have to pick him, because, you know.
1: Lickitung was pretty good,
0: too. Um, Man, my favorite, Lickitung, the
1: Lickitung <laughs> game in Pokemon Stadium, where you We're go around so slurping up fun. food, it
0: was, like, definitely eh, one of my favorites. Eh. He's grabbing sushi? Yeah, that was actually a fun, fun minigame. Dude, fuck that magic mini game. You know, the one where he has to, like, go! Oh, yeah, I just smashed ass at that one. Okay, okay, focus, guys. What happened focus. to that? Like <laughs> They need to bring that shit back. That was the best N64 game in my opinion. Like Yeah. Okay. So if you could if you could turn into a Pokémon and turn back cuz then you eliminate the weird like handicaps and like cause, you know, you don't want to be like an oddish for your rest of your life like, you know, it's yeah. you can turn back into a human. So um I like the three like the three legendary dogs. You know, like Suicune, and um, you think of the Eevees. Oh, the birds. The 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 birds birds. are pretty cool. Um, I'd like to be. I'd like to turn into something that will allow me to kind of expand my like uh physical horizon. Like I could run fast or fly or like go in the water Mm -hmm. or some shit. Um, so I think like you know something like uh, yeah, something like Suicune, where you're you have like really you have like super. Like OP powers, but you're also really fast and you're just kind of agile and badass. And he has these sick ribbons that go by.
2: Yeah, I don't I mean that's just like a cool So it's what cool. would your power be? Just running around?
0: Running around okay. You know what? Fine. All right.
2: So what I mean, you're stuck you're stuck in the Americas. Like like let, let's yeah. be real, unless you buy a plane ticket,
0: yeah.
1: You're stuck in the Americas. Suicune can literally like probably run across the Atlantic Ocean in fifteen minutes. Yeah, turn into ice get across it
2: um i think i would go with articuno
0: then the legendary f- iceberg articuno is pretty cool um you know what fuck it dude i'm gonna be i'm gonna be gengar i want to i want to sneak into Ooh, people's yeah. <laughs> people's rooms at night dreams their nightmares yeah <laughs> but think of like the utility of that because he is psychic like he can get inside he's people's freddy Krueger. Mm-hmm. yeah he's Freddy. And, like Kruger. invade their dreams he is literally People voluntarily have him as, as like a pet. Like, chill in their house. Like, can you fucking believe yeah, that? Yeah, but
2: they're like, I trust him. I trust <laughs> this
0: guy. He won't like do that to me. grinning dude in, like, your closet staring straight at you while you sleep. Like, are you kidding me?
2: Well, step number one to not having Gengar haunt your dreams, mm-hmm. don't put him in a closet at night. Where else is he gonna go? he's a little <laughs> Gengar bed in there. Give him, like, gonna... a, like, his own room in your house, okay? Treat him like a roommate, like a friend.
0: Oh, so like not in like bed with you, like you you don't like not like a like an animal, like you 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 should treat him as a person. Don't cause... treat him
2: like an animal. Treat him
0: like a like a friend, like a. So he's got not like, not a, like a guinea pig, more like a dog. Okay, got like toys and 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 like a fucking you know PS4 in there that he can.
2: Yeah, maybe every now and then you you bring him outside like somebody's house and he just gets to like eat their dreams. Yeah, yeah. And then like, scare children. Okay, it's Friday night. Like you get to go to. How about this? If you're good today, yeah. Like if you're good, if you let me go out to this restaurant and like have a nice time on this date,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and don't like haunt her, I'll let you haunt whoever you want. Like I'll let you pick a house and you can just go haunt it.
0: You could haunt the hell out of them, and then I will need you to uh, compete in uh, government-sanctioned dogfights <laughs> later, where you will have to fight another beast to death. <laughs> so. If you can get really good at haunting dreams until they die. <laughs> trying to think of like what's a good utility because there, there's so many directions you can go. Let's 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 close the barriers a little bit and go non-legendary gen ones. I think because that'll be easier. Cause I think we're we're getting we're blowing our, our minds open right and now. And again, this is uh yeah, transforming, we have, not owning. There are eight hundred
1: and eighty something Pokemon. Transform into yeah, freaking gen- Charizard, dude. Eight ninety
0: eight. Yeah, that's the Charizard. The, the, the fire stars, breathing man, flying Dragonite. Charizard's badass. Dragonite is interesting because he is a dragon, but, he's, but he, he doesn't seem fly. like he'd be an inconvenient. Yeah, he right? can. Like, can he fly? It doesn't it's one of his his abilities is flight? He might not be oh, able one to- of his
2: abilities. But like, he's a giant. If you watch the series, Dragonite is literally like hundreds of feet tall. He's like Godzilla.
1: No, he delivers mail. What? No, no. This he's like 15 feet yeah, tall. Yeah, he's the
0: mailman. He has the satchel. I thought he was the one at the lighthouse. I don't know. Dragonite's no,
2: seven know foot that. three. What? That's a bunch of revisionists. Charizard's shit. only five seven. The dra- there's an Damn. episode where the, the group goes to a lighthouse that's like not working or something like that. And they uh, mm-hmm. have been speaking to an ancient creature. Oh, giant freaking-
1: Dragonite. That's the first thing that pops up. The, after yeah. Dragonite.
2: Dragonite comes like Godzilla is out of the water and like is involved okay. with the lighthouse.
0: I'm seeing the picture. Yeah, I think this that's like a rare type of thing. That's like it's not like a, a traditional Dragonite.
2: Oh, okay. Whatever.
0: I wanna be that guy. Fucking Godzilla. You wanna be Dragonite? No, I wanna be um, Dragonite. Dragonite's Oh, you wanna be Dragon okay. So you wanna be you wanna be big boy. Yeah. I'm thinking Ghastly's not bad. You know, you're you're like a you're you're smoke. You can like go in vents and stuff. Like I'm thinking, like city living, it's gonna be the most convenient. Like if you need to like get get out of some place, but also maybe get in people's heads, like Gengar style. I think Gengar
1: still looks pretty corporeal. Scary. So I think you could do the same thing as Is Gengar. He? Yeah,
0: he looks he like a furry boy. I feel like. <laughs> All right, Ryan, you're thinking Dragonite. Well, giant I don't Dragonite? Know. Yeah, I mean,
2: if I have to just be one Pokemon, I'd probably just be like Arzard. I know it's totally like bland. But if you if you're not letting me choose a like legitimate. a you know like a cool one, then I'll just go with that one.
1: Okay, Jace, do you have a Pokemon? Dragonite's not a legendary; he's pseudo legendary, and he's been my favorite no, a... since he was a mail carrier. <laughs>
0: <gasps> that that he's he's awesome and then he's also a dragon form that's not inconvenient, where it's like he it doesn't fill up a room because Charizard's got those huge huge ass wings. And it's like he's probably like bumping into shit. Dragonite's kind of roughly human shaped, I feel. I'm pretty chonky. Like,
1: mm.
2: I gotta I'm just yeah, doing little, this all off the dome. Thickness. I gotta look up for a. Uh, I gotta look up like a guide or something. Okay, I'm pulling up Gen 1 Pokemon right now. Yeah, now I'm looking at these. Kadabra. Oh Alakazam cool. dude. Abracadabra Alakazam. That would be like you eat cereal. You can spend some he's... spoons, man. <laughs> Double spoon. I feel like uh, nine okay. tails and the mm-hmm. what's the other one? The little one, Vulpix. Vulpix? Those are like the those are the furry answers. <laughs> like if someone like let's say one of us, uh, Yo, Evie, well, yeah, but right, Evie's but, a like, furry look, answer. Let's yeah. say we had this question and instantly Jason's just like oh, nine tails. <laughs> <laughs> you just outed yourself as a furry. Like what? <laughs> you
3: just...
0: Well, I think that's why this this question asker um, proposed a question, is to show something about ourselves. Um, so I picked Gengar, someone who's probably manipulative and scary. Maybe that's what I secretly want. Uh, it's my other persona. Uh, Ryan, you picked, uh, what would you pick again? Uh, Charizard. Whoa, I picked Charizard. I just want respect. Respect. Big in your face. And he's the most iconic Pokemon. Exactly. I want to be famous. And Jace, you got a, you got a shade of that. Iconic, but also friendly, likable. Everyone loves Dragonite, and he knows Hyper Beam. That's ah. a good one. Yo, dude that that one turn charge up. Okay, guys, let's uh, pretend now you are captured by Team Rocket in the uh, Detective De- going. Detective Pikachu universe. Is this a part of the question, um, or are we just this is this is this is something? Just just you're captured by Team Rocket. Uh-huh. They're holding a death ray at you right now, and uh-huh. they are like, you have three seconds we are going to turn you into a pokemon permanently and if you don't make a choice we are just going to fucking kill you oh no so, which pokemon are you going to be Ghastly. jace Flygon. Ghastly wait let me think no i gotta do one. i gotta do one too uh uh, uh one seal. two <laughs> <laughs> i think you could always evolve into dugong <laughs> I think my brain created a shortcut oh, to a real animal,
2: <laughs> but it- guys, we're not even thinking of Ditto.
0: Oh my
3: god!
2: But like, Ditto, literally, you could be every single one. Why didn't we? Yeah, we skipped over it.
0: If you were in that nightmare team rocket scenario, Ditto well, is your only chance at a nor- normal life.
2: Yeah, Ditto. For people who don't know, Ditto is a Pokemon that can copy Ditto. things. That hence the name Ditto.
0: That uh, he can see he can
2: copy- Yeah, any other Pokemon or person. Mm-hmm.
0: But he has the funny ditto face. <laughs> yeah, he's just kind of dead-eyed. But you know what? Like, if you had to be turned into a Pokemon and you wanted to resume your normal life with your job, your loved ones, everything, yeah. the ditto is going to be the, the least, you know... We would be totally fucked if we got kidnapped by Team Rocket because I said seal under pressure of myself. Like, I had no... And then... I mean, better be you picked get literal gas <laughs> Ryan. that's it. well you said it like i'm just yeah, turning no, it air It's in your head, head, head. <laughs> <laughs> wait right, uh, jace what did you pick again is your permanent
1: okay wait uh see uh, first gen one mm-hmm. i said flygon because i would really want to be flygon in this whole thing but well um, you got zapped
0: now you're, you're yeah you're i got i got zapped now. okay i probably re- turn re- into Snorlax. <laughs> Snow- oh, that's Snorlax. a good one. That's a good one. What if they don't know? Yeah. What if they they don't
1: know what I'm going to turn into? And they're like, "Okay, zap him." And then I just like fill up the room, and I'm like,
0: Ugh! <laughs> "Did anyone else read Snorlax is eight hundred thousand pounds and would fill up this entire room and kill everybody?" You know, that is um, a real Team Rocket move, uh, turning you into something that's a high powered being and could just murder <laughs> <by them>. everybody. <laughs> yeah. Charizard, ha We turned you into Charizard! Take that! Thanks. <laughs> now, the next victim! Don't know what we're gonna do with this Charizard! <laughs> oh,
3: it's-
1: Anyways. it's writing! It just- it sat down. It's writing it's- a, a- a- oh. Oh, he wrote on a sign It says, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> it's literate, my god. Oh, god. oh, we didn't think about it. they have their human brain still.
0: Shit. No hard feelings, Charizard. Anyways, here's the door. Go on. <laughs> get it get it leave. We gave you Shut. We cursed you for life. Leave. Read the room, Charizard. <laughs> Read the room. Everyone is uncomfortable. <laughs> Bring the next. Char- Is Charizard still here? <laughs> it's warm as balls in
1: here. Get your tail fire out. God, somebody turn on the air conditioning. At least put.
2: <laughs> okay, uh, I think we milked that I'd one.
3: Yeah,
2: I see. Um. Yeah. So send us your questions, you guys- and we'll do a twenty-minute bit about it. <laughs>
0: You won't get a short answer. I was is what we're gonna say. It was just such a it was such a broad question that that spurred our imaginations. Um, but yeah, thanks for uh, thanks to uh, Jade Birdie on Twitter for the submission. If you guys want to submit your own questions, we'll uh, we'll throw it in the old bank here. Uh, if we're if we're not do playing uh, clever bot DMs or <laughs> whatever the fuck we're doing this week. Um, well, guys, we want to get into the movie we watched this week. Who's got the synopsis?
1: It's only been 20 minutes.
2: 20 minutes. And also, you, you took over the whole thing. I had a story.
1: Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. No, no, yeah. no. Let's, okay. God, hold oh. a gun to his head. So, this
2: last weekend, uh, literally, like, as of today, um, me, I went on, like, a nice spring trip. Like, a two days away. Nice. Uh, planned, planned a weekend getaway. Took the dog. Went fishing. All that kind of stuff. But we stayed at probably one of the nicer places I've ever stayed in my life. It's this resort, not a five-star resort. I think there's like a star system or something. And so th- I think this would be called a four-star resort. It's pretty good. Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty great. And But it's on, it's in New York. It's on an island. And it's very um, old money, right? Like, like you know, it's been there for over 100 years. It's this giant building and uh, it's you know, tons of hotel rooms, and the reason we were even able to stay there is because we got like a super discount on like the servants' quarters. You know, like <laughs> we're, we're, so we are not the usual clientele right. of this place, and it's painfully obvious, right? Like so, they have a dress code for all the restaurants. There's like no a few restaurants in, at the at the in the hotel, and they have a dress code, and they post like online and like on the menus, like like it's smart casual. What is what is smart? Is it like your... Short shorts, like if you're a scientist. Short. Okay. <laughs> so, the, the idea behind smart casual, I think, is just, like, you have to be somewhat fashionable. You have Khakis. to be somewhat kind of, like, stylish. Yeah, like, Loafers. so we were doing, Still- like, dark-colored skinny jeans or mm. chinos and long-sleeve button-ups or, you know, sweater with a collar. Mm. And Julie was wearing, like, dresses um and Best
3: like, time to wear jacket a kind of sweater
2: thing. right is, so, is that time yeah and once we learned that we spent two weeks like planning our smart casual outfits and so, if that tells you like how much we know about how
0: to act in these situations i'm thinking uh, big bang theory t-shirt with a blazer over it that sounds like smart casual you know Rick you're Morty not too far underwear off, of the underwear up out of your pants actually shut up there's people Jesus. who show up in
2: like, in, like, Jets hoodies and stuff. Like,
0: oh, okay, cool.
2: So they, they don't even fucking worry about it. Anyways, we're not the usual clientele. Hmm. And one time, we wanted to eat not there. We wanted to go off, you know, and back to the shore and eat in the town. Because there's a whole town right. there. There's a bunch of restaurants because there's resorts all over this place. It's on a lake. And there's resorts all over and restaurants and you know good good looking food right. so we we go to the map our maps application and we click on one restaurant and it'd be like two stars there's 160 reviews two stars wow whoa okay that's weird like there's this really shitty restaurant like in this ta- in this bougie town where like nobody pays taxes and so we go to the next one down the block okay let's go okay let's click on this next one two stars 100 reviews. Okay, that's weird. There's two crappy restaurants in this town. Mm. Go to the next one. 2.5 stars. What happened to this town? We had to go 12 miles down the road before we found a restaurant with three stars.
0: I think I know what's happening here.
2: Yeah. So what had happened, we found out, after reading the reviews, and this goes back to, Mm. like, this... I want to talk about this because jace last week brought up their the whole reviews thing these bougie ass motherfuckers are coming <laughs> to this town and going to normal people restaurants right and just being like right oh. one of them said that, <laughs> one of them said i looked up and there were a bunch of bugs when we were eating outside <laughs> one time. in and, the air yeah and another one person was like this was run by a family. They didn't seem to know exactly what they were doing. One star. Wow. Yeah, and things like that. What um, the one fuck? one person was like, uh, "I walked in, and there was a family walking out that said that their food was undercooked." One star. <laughs> <A> review <laughs> you didn't for didn't them. Yeah, Yo. like, you didn't even. <laughs> you didn't even... <laughs> and so things like that. Um, we went to the, a three star restaurant down the road. We weren't risking it at those two star places. Right, of course. We had an amazing time. The food was, the food was great. <laughs> the service was, they're very, very friendly people. And like, I left my credit card there overnight and they like took special care of it and know, knew exactly who I was. And I went back the next day to get it and they remembered me. I clogged the toilet. Three star place. Two stars. Yeah. And,
1: <laughs> and, and the
0: pipe's not is, wide
2: enough. When we first showed up, we were like, wow, this is the fanciest place ever. Why would this be a four-star resort? You know? Mm-hmm. But these people who go to these places have, have an upper echelon of niceness that I've never seen. Because right. when, when I got back in the car, I, I checked us in, and Julie's outside waiting in the car. And I, I get back in the passenger seat, and I'm like, Julie, two words. Customer service. Like I felt like a king when I went up to the front desk. Like they they upgraded us to like a better room because they saw that we had a dog and there was like availability and stuff. So mm-hmm. super super nice people. And then everybody else, like when I'm so two days later, when I'm checking out, there's this woman at the counter who's like, you know, we, we tried to go to the breakfast and it and it stops at 10:30, but we didn't but now we like we have to order from the all-day menu. Blah 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 blah. She Complained at the front desk for like oh, five man. minutes and held up the rest of the line. Like, yeah, okay, this is a four star resort. You know, <laughs> I don't even, I can't even imagine what a five star resort must be like for them. You know,
1: McDonald's does breakfast all day. It's 10 30 and I'm not allowed to eat sausages anymore.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: One star. Like that.
0: <laughs> that is like so infuriating to hear. Like, that's why it should almost be required to graduate high school. You need to just have a customer service job at like a shitty restaurant. Right. I feel like that would solve so much elitism <laughs> amongst people. Yeah. And there's like
2: 11 year old kids walking around in Harvard vests and like other Ivy League <laughs> Mommy, vests. there's
0: no caviar here. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, um, how I wish I we could time. be them. <laughs> it was like, it was like one of the nicest vacations I've ever had. I mean, wow. Out in the upstate, you're at, you're in upstate New York, living yeah. it up at a four star resort, baby. You're yeah, I mean, one of those New York elites. that those people talk about, right? Well,
2: let's let's be real. the The reason we got it is because it was like six hundred dollars off.
0: <laughs> oh, someone's night. got a special connection. Well, well, well. Yeah, another was, day of a uh, New York elite.
2: I mean, yeah. It was special. featured. It was the featured deal in the New York Times.
0: Well, the <laughs> <be bad>. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the Monocle Oil ad I always use? <laughs> wow, that, that, I was like, once you said there was like another restaurant that was two stars, I was like, oh, I bet it's because these rich fucks yeah. just <laughs> review yeah, We, caught on. we, we, we
2: it, it was pretty easy to catch on. Uh, it's really weird. They looked like yeah. awesome places, you know? That's like, a shame. Really, that's, well, too bad I'm not going to them. Two stars? Uh uh-uh.
0: uh. Oh fuck that. <laughs> yeah. Bugs in the air.
2: You go to a two star restaurant in the city I live in, and you're getting food poisoning every single day of the week.
0: You get food poisoning and when stabbed, you're walking stabbed. nearby. Yeah. <laughs> you get food poisoning you get from the stabbed By food.
2: the employees. Like,
1: <laughs> you don't have breakfast anymore. It's ten. Do you have breakfast?
0: If you ask me again, I'm going to stab you no through <laughs> your eye i remember um i i back when i used to work at a pizza joint on my in a neighborhood um right across the street we had a really bougie french restaurant um and we got we got like health inspected all at the same time and like our pizza joint we got like a okay score which was like you know passable understandable consider the circumstances look i worked my ass off there to keep that place clean <laughs> but there was some there was some issues there um but then this french restaurant got the lowest fucking rating that you could possibly get. This is the bougiest restaurant in Queen Anne, which is kind of like a richie neighborhood of Seattle. Um, And we were like, what in the shit happened over there? Like, did they just like burst open the door and there's a bunch of rats like playing cards in the kitchen or something? Or like a bunch of cockroaches doing like a ratatouille situation? Like, I don't know what the fuck happened over there. They had to put like a letter next to the rating and they were like, oh, we at this restaurant humbly disagree. And like, oh, there's nothing wrong with their food but uh i noticed there was a lot more empty booths that day um it was very weird i still think Mm -hmm. about it the rating is now a so i don't i don't know what what that was
2: they got stuff together probably the manager if i was a food inspector and i was like you know the least bit corrupt Mm -hmm. i would give these fancy restaurants a low score and then be like i'm
0: coming back in two weeks oh Oh, yeah Well, we're thinking... This reminds me of, like, the SpongeBob episode where Mr. Krabs thinks someone's... Yeah. Re- and they kill him. <laughs> SpongeBob's the, the Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were talking about the one where they
2: pretend to be a fancy restaurant. Oh, yes, the fine dining a and Wow, that's a... Hmm. Yeah.
1: Some would say there's yeah, just... a SpongeBob episode for every,
0: you know, walk Yeah. It's... Every situation. There really isn't as much content as Simpsons, but they su- they're surprisingly broad. Like yeah, I and, still... there's a, and there's the Squidward phenomenon. What's the Squidward when, phenomenon?
2: Uh, when you reach a certain age, oh, you get that, yeah. like late college, college grad age, you now empathize with Squidward instead of SpongeBob. And the whole yeah. every ep- you can rewatch every episode mm-hmm. and catch the different perspective and laugh for a
0: different reason. That's true. Yeah, I used to think Squidward sucks. Now I'm like, oh well, this poor bastard's working minimum wage next to <laughs> this complete dickhead. I still think about how, spo- how cool Spongebob was about burying a body and covering up the evidence. Like for his minimum wage job, his boss was like, come on, Spongebob, let's bury this body. And he's like, the dark deed you have requested is done. Yeah, there's a, there's a fake, there's a mockumentary
2: on Amazon Prime called Spongebob DocuPants. And they, <laughs> they talk about like each one will be like a, a Spongebob episode. And they
0: do a dateline. Oh, wow. On the uh, health inspector killing. <laughs> That's right. All righty, guys. Are we ready to get into our movie this week, Jace? Mm-hmm. I believe you got the synopsis. I do.
1: All right. Okay. So uh, this week we watched The Wedding Planner, the third of our Matthew McConaughey rom coms. Um,
3: <laughs> uh,
1: no bias. Yes, i'm going straight to give down the middle. you a summary of events as they happen in the movie jennifer lopez plays mary fiore uh a wedding planner in san francisco san francisco, francisco. san francisco yeah yeah, francisco. yeah, yeah. Uh, i wanted to do cause like new york it was like there was a bridge in the movie at some point <laughs> she does
0: have a new york accent too which does throw it um
1: a wedding planner in San Francisco who always kind of uh, knows the right thing to say, the right thing to do at every at every wedding. She's uh, phenomenal at her job as at being a wedding planner. And she finds that there is a wedding coming up between a super couple uh between Fran Donnelly and her fiance at the time, and she uses this as a big ticket push to uh go to her boss and say, I'm gonna secure this deal because I'm the best fucking wedding planner here. I'm gonna run their wedding and then you're gonna make me a partner here. So that, um, Jennifer Lopez, Mary Fiore, leaves and she is crossing the street. And you can see the beautiful blurred out image of Matthew McConaughey walking across the screen and you can just tell it's him. And she crosses the street and she steps on a manhole cover. And gets her Gucci uh, heel stuck in one of the holes in the manhole cover. At the same time, a taxi driver is driving down the road eating an ice cream, and he drops his ice cream. That was hilarious. It's oh, a, yeah, it's a that... really funny gag, and you think, "Holy shit, he's gonna hit her!" Uh, and and he, uh, there's obvious suspense building. He drops the ice cube, ice cream, tries to get it back, it swerves off, and he hits a dumpster, and the dumpster starts rolling down the hill um and it's gonna hit her she she can't get her shoe out of the grate, and luckily she's saved by getting a concussion by matthew mcconaughey tackling her <laughs> um she might have been fine in the garbage i don't know maybe the dumpster maybe not. <laughs> weighs a shit ton <laughs> that, actually pretty, okay so, you're right you're yeah. right yeah <laughs> uh so matthew mcconaughey saves her uh she wakes up in a children's hospital he saves her And hurts her. She wakes up in a children's hospital where she's being taken care of. As she's checking out, Uh, her coworker invites Matthew McConaughey to go on a date. With the two of them, and the the tension starts to rise. So they have a wonderful night. There's a line about eating M and M's that we'll get into later. Um, And they start dancing while they're watching a movie. And they just they're about to smooch each other on the mouth. They're about to make tongue love. And Ooh. then a, a thunderstorm. <laughs> it's like, how did nobody check the weather? One, like, or see the did thunder clouds running in? Well, no, but... <laughs> check <laughs> your weather app. Everyone was on Yahoo every other second of the day back then, right? Because Yahoo was a newspaper or a, it a, a magazine. A magazine. Yeah. That was weird. So, we get into the weeds here where uh, they, they've fallen in love. Then... The next day she goes and she secures this deal the lady whose wedding she's going to plan Fran Donnelly is like, "Oh, you got to meet my husband Eddie." And things get wacky when they go to a dance class and Fran introduces Jennifer Lopez to her fiance, Matthew McConaughey. Mm. So um there's so much in this movie. This movie had more plot points than The Gentleman did. <laughs> and like every other movie we've watched combined. So the the next um, Jennifer Lopez is like, well, fuck it, you know, I'm going to get this job done and I'm going to do it good even if he, you know, screwed me over and he's an emotional cheater. Uh, so she decides to go along with the wedding and plan it. And there's some some comical scenes Her father, who is Italian, sets her up with a boy that she knew in Italy.
2: Um, Massimo. With a
1: definitely real Italian accent. Oh, totally. (laughs) Justin Chambers playing Massimo. And then it's just really a giant blur through the middle portion of the movie where there's a lot of comical, hilarious, uh, rom-com-type things going on. And then um, we get to the end and matthew mcconaughey has like had some pretty being pretty introspective and is like yeah i don't really actually like my wife and the wife doesn't actually like matthew mcconaughey so they call their wedding off on the day of but jennifer lopez had left the wedding that she was supposed to be running and gave it to her her best one of her best friends and her co-workers um, to go get married to massimo and then they didn't get married and then matthew mcconaughey and jennifer lopez get married there was a horse scene
0: oh. Um. <laughs> no i think you i think you got it jace this um it, sort was, of it does dude yeah. Were you guys did you guys get like whiplash from the ending yeah it was like whoa like the end I maybe i was missing something like is there gonna be a post credits like just kidding, that's not how it really ended. <laughs> I thought so too. Like, I thought the director was just like so sick of it. The- He's like, just fucking end the movie. Just turn the camera off. I'm sick of this. This movie was, I think, one of the most insane. Forget what I said about Surviving Christmas. Forget what I said about Paycheck. This was the most insane movie I've ever seen.
2: Pretty insane. Um, a lot of it was not self-aware, and I think that's a huge problem. We yeah. talked about this multiple times. It's okay to have characters who are bad people or characters who do stupid things if it's obvious the people that are making the movie are aware that they're not good people. Right. And that was Chasing Amy's whole problem. Mm-hmm. So, this movie, they're just fucking insane. Like, <laughs> I don't get it. Like, there, there was a joke where it's like they had a lot of money. Like that was like a that was a whole like plot plane, right? Because mm-hmm. Matthew Connehey is supposed to be like really rich, chill, child, child Yeah, I don't know. And
1: <laughs> doctor, uh, okay. for small people,
2: and, her, and her parents <laughs> baby are, like, doctor. And that never really got talked about. It just kind of happened. It wasn't. They weren't ever like. It's kind of weird that you're so rich they were just like right. here are these super awesome rich characters who can do whatever they want
0: yeah that was they, yeah they don't give you a lot of background with these characters um i also feel like the logical thread of this movie aside from just the plots um but the dialogue i felt like i was having a stroke like <laughs> I'm the so bad. Uh, i was actually i couldn't keep up i was typing notes for this this podcast watching this movie and I could not keep up with the movie. They were throwing so much crazy yeah. lines at me. I actually couldn't keep up. I had to pause it multiple times. I, uh, I stopped writing notes at an
2: hour. I usually keep like my, I timestamp my notes.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and at an hour, I said, I want it to be over.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and I had filled <laughs> up the page. So I stopped taking notes. Yuri... was
1: yuri was holding my hand during one of the scenes that was uh, i think supposed to be romantic and she she let go of my hand and she said i can't touch you because this makes me feel (laughs) (laughs) anti-love
0: i wonder what scene she was talking about (laughs) There's multiple scenes like that where i was like yeah every scene of the movie oh god we can get into that and
2: oh yeah let's go let's just pick a random scene to talk about and just Freaking talk about it okay what did it okay the one that did not age well was Matthew McConaughey it, yeah. carrying this incapacitated woman yeah drunk. oh god she is like blackout drunk she, she doesn't know where she is she doesn't know mm-hmm. what time it is she can't speak and Matthew McConaughey is trying to get into her building mm-hmm. and a guy comes out like obviously Matthew McConaughey is trying to take her home that's what yeah. the movie is. It's like, oh, this guy is carrying this drunk girl home. This guy comes out of the building and holds the door open for them and lets Matthew McConaughey drag this unconscious <laughs> drunk girl into an apartment.
0: Yeah. He was like, oh, go
2: right Whoa. in. Like, who? <laughs> yeah. And, uh, J-Lo even was like, I don't know that guy. So wait she a said, minute. are you so, Nancy? <laughs> yeah, Matthew McConaughey is taking a girl into a building and this guy doesn't know either of them so it's not like he knows oh that's jennifer lopez's house like that, that that's her home mm-hmm. uh
0: i'm gonna let that slide because he's taking her home he was just like ha, got one that was the optics and then of course when they're in the apartment too like he late lingers yeah. like way too long <laughs> like he starts like flirting with her and then you know has the big reveal while she's blacked out drunk right Like, where he's like, I'm actually in love with you. And, you know, and he starts pouring out all these emotions while she is still not sobered up. And he's stone sober doing this whole thing with her in her apartment. It just, the vibe was very bad. Like, I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. Like, I don't know how someone in 2001 even um, thought that was remotely okay. Well, I think it's written and produced by men, probably.
2: (laughs) (laughs) rom Oh, written by a co-written, co-written by a woman. Pamela Falk.
1: Hmm. Nice. I want to talk about something that really disgusted Mm me. Yeah. Okay. But and I made a note about about thirty seconds ago. The key quote in this movie where Matthew McConaughey only eats the brown M and M's because chocolate is brown. First of all, brown is a combination of primary colors. So there's more unnatural mm-hmm. ingredients in brown M&M's than there are in red, yellow, or blue M&M's. You stupid fuck. Okay? So <laughs> at one, you know, uh, I don't expect him to know that. as a doctor. You so.
0: can read the packaging. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's <gasps> only someone who had to take years of bio- biology and at least one or two biochemistry classes to get into that position, but that's okay. He probably thinks M&M's are literally just pure chocolate and peanuts.
1: There's a
2: candy coating. Like that that's the whole that, that's, that's the idea is that they there's paint on a or die I guess bleh, on a candy coating that's
0: over chocolate like that's the whole point and he's like the brown ones are pure yeah and like when Amber was watching that scene she was like that's so fucking waste like there's you're only going to get 3 M&Ms per bag it's also littering and he's just yeah. throwing on the ground <laughs> and then she's like at the end she's like Oh, someone, someone special taught taught me this, <laughs> and she's like throwing all these MMs on the ground. <laughs> it like leaves too. Some rich asshole taught you this, <laughs> and she's like, "I guess it kind of stayed." And he's like, "I'll stay with you," or somewhere But there was like that weird yeah. line he said afterwards. I was like, "Oh, Jesus!" You guys catch the Dark Tower reference yes. in the beginning? Uh,
2: I thought I was having some sort of weird out of body experience. Same. <laughs> She said, it was like, Judy Greer came up to the, not up to the camera, but it's really seemed like it from the audio levels. She's like, Dark Tower demolished.
3: I was like, <laughs> <"What?"> it's <laughs> back.
2: It's the back.
3: The
2: every, now every movie I'm going to watch in my life, there's a character coming up like, Dark Tower is done. <laughs>
0: The Dark Tower has seriously traumatized me. And, and just hearing that, I was like, whoa, I, like a chill went down my spine. I was like,
2: oh, Jesus. Wait, why do they say the Dark Tower is demolished, too? Because, like, that's actually the was, plot of the movie, The Dark Tower. And that has nothing to do with at the scene at all. Like, they just threw random words in there.
1: They just yeah, threw was, random
2: words in there. It was the well, lady's well, big the demolished
1: part, is
0: weird. Yeah. But, yeah.
1: The lady not, with the not, hair bun catch, was blocking I didn't the catch camera
0: for the oh you didn't catch the reason why they were saying it so you just thought they were just saying (laughs) the dark tower is demolished i was just like did they look at the camera
2: like what's happening
1: they were filming the altar for the wedding and there was a family member whose hair was up and it was like a foot and a half tall above her head and it was blocking the view
2: i thought they were doing a 20 year running gag Where like every now and then in the Matthew McConaughey movie, they'll make a Dark Tower ref. Stephen King talks to him, and he's
0: like, Oh, So the wedding planners in the Dark Tower universe, you know, (laughs) Earth (laughs) One Sixty (laughs) Eight. Matthew McConaughey is actually Walter Odim uh, in this movie as well. Which shit, that makes too much sense. Too, uh, (laughs) because he is not a good person in this movie.
1: His intro scene. It's just discu- the oh face talker. God. It's it's if, if you're a doctor and you are a good Samaritan and somebody was going to die because they were going to get hit by a runaway dumpster and mm-hmm. you tackle them. You should not be two inches away from their face. Way too close to the face of somebody that you just tackled. Yeah. And why is nobody else involved? And if they are, why are they OK with it,
0: that, listening to this interaction
1: and him being like?
0: And he didn't get off her when she told him to. Was yeah, like, that was the biggest yeah. thing. That was the stupidest thing. And she's like, you're still on me. And he's a doctor. What
2: the fuck? Doctor for children. Why is he so also, fucking creepy? He instantly yeah. commits mal- medical malpractice. Like, Yes! Instantly! <laughs> like, he's like, I haven't treated an adult patient in my years. entire career. Like, what?! Why He's am I here? Bill of his in his own hospital. <laughs> did you bring me here? Like, did you not call an ambulance? Don't you know better? Isn't moving somebody without an ambulance, like, with a head injury, without an ambulance, like, against every single piece of advice you could ever
1: give? Those laws were made, like, way after yeah, was,
2: 2001. He just hooked <laughs> her unconscious body in the back of a Range Rover for the second time in
0: this movie. Like...
1: <laughs> <laughs> Hey, what are you doing with that lady? I'm a doctor.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's not an emergency physician. He's a he's a uh, a primary care pediatrician, which you know, given an emergency, he might be able to do something. But he put her on a neck brace, ran CT scans, ran an X ray, ran labs on her. None of this with her consent, and is also billing himself and his own practice while <laughs> she was unconscious. Like I'm like, whoa, man. Like I ain't no lawyer, but I don't think that's a uh... Real quick, I wanted to go back to that intro scene um, because I thought that was actually kind of a fun thing because it was all it was all one shot, right? It was like a good ten minute one shot of JLo Lo kind of like interacting with everybody, setting everything up, and doing all her lines because I was actually like that was a pretty impressive shot in the way that. that characters were weaving in and out. You didn't? I thought I thought you would notice that, Ryan. I didn't notice. Yeah, that, that. whole or it was all the way until they they noticed the the the, bri- the father of the bride's missing. It was all one continuous oh, shot. Like, her yeah. going up the stairs, like, they were tracking behind her. Characters were weaving in and out and, like, coming in and out of the frame. Mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of cool. I was like, oh, shit, this movie might be kind of fun. And then after, right after that, it, it took a big old, big old sneaky shitter.
1: The Dookie Planner. So you're, you're talking about the actual intro to the movie, not
0: the Matthew McConaughey intro. The first wedding scene. The very first wedding that she's in. And at first, because I was like, the way she's delivering her lines, I thought, okay, like, did, I don't know about you guys, but it kind of I had to warm up to J-Lo acting for some reason. I thought she had yeah. kind of a weird affect. But after a while, I think it kind of grew on me. It, it seemed... This was her first rom-com. Was it? Yeah.
2: Also, it was... She's coming. It was painfully obvious that someone like approached her with an mm-hmm. idea like, Hey, we want you to be in a rom-com.
0: Mm-hmm. Because she was the, the second casting music... of this movie. It was, at first, the... Uh, uh, what's her name from Buffy the Vamp- Vampire Slayer? She was the f- original casting. For Buffy. Oh, really? Yeah, but Buffy, the changed- actual vampire, <laughs>
2: yeah, he <laughs> must have changed the whole premise because, like, there's a multiple, I think, there's two different montages, uh, where they have like Jennifer Lopez songs like playing over it. Really, <laughs> yeah. I didn't get that. One part, there's like a generic pop song, but like there are Jennifer Lopez songs playing over portions of this movie.
0: The other thing about Jennifer Lopez's character is the choice to make her Italian, not um, Puerto Rican like she is in real life. And then they have this character named Massimo, who's the dude from Grey's Anatomy, who grew up in, like, fucking Ohio, giving the worst Italian impression I've ever seen.
1: (laughs) He's like, oh, I'm an
0: Italian man. Like... It's literally that fucking bad.
1: I hated him in
2: the beginning. It's like my London accent. (laughs) (laughs) I'm James Bond. I'm from London. That's what it reminded me of.
0: And he's like riding an Italian scooter and like constantly talking about tomatoes and shit. Like, what the fuck?
1: He ended up being my favorite character, I think. Yeah, he was pretty good. When he like walks up to Matthew and he's like, we got to bro out.
0: It's like yeah. what? And they go to like a physical challenge <laughs> that made no sense too. Like, why were they sprinting on treadmills after that? Like,
1: oh my lord! Scrabble. Oh yeah. <laughs> they the the setup <laughs> the for shit. the setup for J Lo playing Scrabble with her father and the two uh, other cast members from what I think was a I guess it just has to be a community center. Yeah, the why. And then we get to the end and she's just been, she's been done with, she was like, she hated Massimo and then she found out that her father and her mother were in arranged marriage and they didn't meet until their wedding day. So she was finally like, oh, I hate Matthew McConaughey. Okay, maybe I'll get married. (laughs) She warms up to to Massimo and then he comes in with a fucking dollhouse that I guess he
0: made by hand. (laughs) It was was the dollhouse she grew up with. Oh Jesus! In the beginning, right? In the picture of her mom, in, oh. it was like super manipulative. Like, he look, flip- your dead mom's
1: thing. Yeah, he flips it around, and it's got a wedding ring in it. It's like I make you the happiest woman ever. Blah, blah blah blah. And she puts okay on a Scrabble board and flips yeah. it around. Not even yes. It's just okay. okay. That was so funny. Fuck.
0: so (laughs) that might be the foreshadowing for it not working out instead of being like (laughs) yes be like oh when she put the o down i thought it was going to be a no then it was okay yeah that was a good scrabble suspense dude that scene where her and mcconaughey were um were on their first date i i actually laughed like so hard that i actually had trouble breathing like i had to like pause the movie because it caught me so off guard it's when when they're watching the movie together And Amber, by this point, is, like, in a ball, like, on the other side of the couch, like, rocking back and forth, where she's like, this is so fucking bad, I can't watch this movie. And then McConaughey was, or she was like, do you want to dance? And he's like, well, it's been a while since I danced. And they're alone, like, way off, you know, on a tree by by themselves, and all of a sudden, this security guard appears right next to them, and it's like... Girl asks you to dance. You dance. I was like, (laughs) "Where the fuck did that guy?"
3: (laughs) And
2: like, it's her friend that she plays Scrabble with. Yeah,
0: he like, he like, just teleported (laughs) next to them. It was so. I thought I missed like a transition scene, but I I guess not. But then when they start dancing. Um, you know she's like how'd you get so good at dancing and he's like ballroom dancing class and she's like oh you're gay and he's like <laughs> the gayest and I'm like what the fuck <laughs> that, dude, the, the dude, delivery was so hard so dude. first of all the comment oh you're gay hit, hit me like a thud into my <laughs> 2021 ears but then the delivery was like oh. and then McConaughey's follow up The gayest. (laughs) (laughs) It was like such a strange interaction, all of that back and forth, that I felt like it was. I was watching kind of like the feeling you get when you watch the room, like the dialogue, where Mm -hmm. I I heard someone describe the dialogue. It's like, you know, aliens who had dialogue explained really thoroughly to them, but never actually seen it. (laughs) Like it was just, it was something like this uncanny valley to it. I don't know if you guys got that throughout like other scenes in this movie, too. Oh, totally okay yeah
2: <laughs> no totally um i got that through most of it. i think this was maybe like a uh this script was produced by a computer or something where they just like <laughs> it's like an ai a, yeah they pick a juicer and they took like a bunch of other rom-com scripts and threw them in and then out came this like
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's net average of like ai generated content yeah
2: because by the end of the movie uh there was a point where i was like okay this is all resolved mm-hmm. she is now going along with the arranged marriage with massimo he's marrying his wife and they told each other this is the best thing and they like leave and i was thinking like oh is the movie going to end
1: yeah me too but mm. there was there but there was obviously like they were just kept
2: showing stuff and uh you should not go into the final act of a movie, like, to the climax of the movie and have the entire audience think that all the plot points have been resolved. Like, <laughs> this is totally not... They, they had no sense of pacing in this movie. Jeez. Yeah, or like, sense the, of anything. We, we didn't need a lot of the content. There was like a four minute long montage of j cleaning her apartment. Yeah. <laughs>
1: They were trying to show that she's really obsessed with having right. things yeah. correct. Yeah. Her not right really that,
2: only in that scene and the first wedding. Yeah.
1: I thought the, um. yeah, I, I would agree that the pacing is weird and you probably shouldn't do a movie that way. But I have heard and read multiple times that this is like really cookie cutter. And we've talked about in the past, like, you know, 20 episodes that I haven't, really watched that many rom-coms so like the last 20 minutes of this movie was like oh yeah i know what's gonna oh no god wait they're not getting oh god wait they're not getting oh jesus i felt like i kept getting like slapped with like i was like oh, shit. oh. <laughs> i was getting jerked around by not knowing what like when you after you've seen it and you think about it you're like oh obviously they were going to go that way but yeah i thought it the movie was surprised. gonna I thought the movie was gonna end, yeah, and then it's like they agree Matthew McConaughey and uh, Bridget Wilson Sampras decide not to get married, and then it cuts to Massimo and them getting married, and it looks pretty important because she's putting on her wedding her wedding dress as so she's in the courthouse, and then he rushes <laughs> it's over such there. A sad scene. And yeah. I just I expected it to be sad, like he broke up with his or he stopped his wedding, and then he was gonna show up and they were gonna be married. So I fell for that hook, line, and sinker. And then they didn't get <laughs> married, and Massimo was like, was like <laughs> you're the love of a life! <laughs> I could not get in the way of the love of alive." life! <laughs> it's a me, I'm Massimo! It's a me, Massimo! <laughs> that was wild. I think the end of the movie
2: was a bit too wild. <laughs> I was yeah, like, why what? do they have so many really? uh, uh, times when time passed between cuts? They had a lot of ellipses cuts between... Oh, Matthew is at his wedding. Oh, he's stuck in traffic. Mm -hmm. Oh, he's suddenly at the church. But a a strange amount of time has passed, and the audience doesn't know how much time has passed, and everybody's there, but Jennifer Lopez is Mm -hmm. not there. And she's, like, all the way across town already?
0: Yeah, she teleported. Yeah, what was with the taxi, too? Because he steals a a taxi to go chase after her. And all of a sudden... Well, yeah, but he's, like, in the driver's seat driving it. Yeah. And all of a sudden, he's in the back seat with another taxi driver driving him. So, I'm like, why are you in a different taxi, dog? <laughs> like, why are- you already had one. You were driving. Maybe, maybe what happened with this
2: movie is they just filmed, like, an entire TV series. hmm And then we're like, well, this is going to be the world's worst TV series, and nobody's going to watch this. At least we can, like, chop and screw this up into a, you know, a hour and a half
0: movie. That is the, literally the vibe I got. It seemed like a series of like non interconnected sketches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like bit dance scene, the horse scene, the, the, fucking, bits, the horse scene, the I, statue I scene. Yeah. I literally wrote down horse scene equals dumb
2: bit territory. Like horse as scene soon was... as we get into the horse scene, you're like, okay, they're doing a bit. Mm-hmm. I get it. Okay, they're at the horse thing and they're on a ranch for some stupid reason. Like
0: they drew words out of a hat. <laughs> I do. Did you guys notice the stunt doubles? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) It was so fucking funny. Dude, like JLo's stunt double was like whipping. It was clearly, first of all, like a jacked dude wearing a wig, <laughs> and he's like whipping back and forth on the horse. And then Matthew McConaughey's stunt double looked so unlike Matthew McConaughey. I like paused it, and this is this, this dude who looks like a a caveman, like a deep brow ridge, with totally different long blonde hair, <laughs> like super muscular, and is carrying this other stunt double. Like I was like, holy shit! I had to keep rewinding it. Hold on, I
2: gotta, I gotta watch this. I gotta rewatch the show or the this scene like legit.
0: Yeah, because I, I don't. I remember it being like, oh, this is really terrible. But I don't know nor notice stunt doubles normally, but this one it's was on so bad. This scene's on YouTube. Okay, yeah, yeah. Look, oh. just look at the.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I gotta watch this too. <laughs> It's <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, like trying to make the horse run fast.
2: <laughs>
0: it's so bad, dude.
2: Oh, man.
0: <laughs> so aside from that action part, you're right, Riot. There was, like, other shitty parts of that scene, but, like, that alone would have broken the scene apart for me. Are you seeing McConaughey stunt double where you can see his face? Solid use of
1: that tree to yeah, it's just stop the yeah to to be able to stop the scene and turn the horse around like that's actually yeah. pretty good, dude.
0: But you can so tell it's not them. Yeah, huh? <laughs> yeah, audience. If you're watching, if you watch this movie, just keep your eyes peeled for the stuntmen. Like it's <laughs> fucking hilarious, dude.
2: She's fucking headbanging out there, I know.
0: like right? Wasn't she whipping like crazy? <laughs>
3: I think it's
2: an attempt to, like, oh, obscure man. this uh, double's face, you know? Uh,
0: what else was there? There was so much, dude. Like, okay.
1: Yeah, Denali, drive us, because you... You seem to remember this better than us,
0: dude. Yeah, uh, I mean, I just... I, I wrote out, like, so much of this movie, because there was just so much... There was just so much shit in here. Like, there was a lot of super awkward silences. I don't know if you noticed, like, especially in, in the medical office scene where, where Matthew McConaughey is giving her an illegal medical consult, like, where he's like describing all these things and they're just like staring at each other for a super long time. And then the friend bursts in. And then he's like, in the middle of telling her, he's like, Yeah, so you, you, you cracked your skull or something like that. You cracked yeah. your skull. And she's like, Oh my God, we should go on a date together. And he's like, Okay. And they all leave. <laughs> like, you should probably tell j-lo she has a concussion it was just the logical thread like i said is it was just totally wild in this movie okay before we kind of wrap up um and we get into our reviews for this movie um can we talk about maybe j-lo and Makan's chemistry in this movie i don't what rom-com do we have as our
1: baseline for two fucking people having good chemistry because we've thought, talked I, about this multiple times, and yeah. I think I'm just not sensitive to whether or not the leads in like a rom-coms chemistry is good because the movie sucks.
0: Yeah. At least how to lose a guy in ten days. There was something yeah, in oh, okay. yeah, McConaughey. Was good. It was something. It wasn't like amazing, but it was they had a nice back and forth. Um, I felt like J Lo was doing all of the emotional heavy lifting of this movie and McConaughey was kind of given nothing. And what I, I can bring this into my McCon review, but he was just kind of there to look smug and didn't really contribute anything to their chemistry. I felt like all of the charm was was in in Lopez's hands. She really likes top ramen. Was that in the movie? No, his hair looks like Top problem. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so so she saw his hair, and that reminds me of the food I like. Yeah, she was really hungry when she got that concussion. <laughs> Actually, yeah, you're right. Because when I saw Amber's hair, that reminds me of spaghetti. And I like eating spaghetti. <laughs> and that's uh, you know, that's the secret of attraction.
1: That's chemistry.
0: I thought that I don't know, was this yeah. what did has did he do a
1: A rom com before this? This is 2001. This is the start. This is a great sample. This is the first one. I'm gonna give them a pass. Uh, Obviously, the directors made a choice in in who they chose for the roles, but this is the first rom com for both of these people. And maybe they now, if you're an
0: actor, you should probably be able to act in a rom com. (laughs) But yeah, I just I thought their first of all, their dialogue was awful, and I just didn't think I didn't believe when they were playing off each other that there was really any anything there. So let's uh, let's get into it, guys. Let's do our let's whip out the old accomanometers. Uh, Ryan, you want to? You got a rating
2: for us? It's me. I, you know what? I didn't think about this movie at all since I saw it. Yeah, I thought I barely not thought about it while I was watching it. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, he was not that great. You know, you expect Agreed. him to bring the heat. Oh. You know, I want some weird. Texas Chainsaw Massacre style stuff. I want some Rain of Fire style stuff for my when I... <laughs> I feel when like I that d- would
0: be a little bit of a mismatch. <laughs> I'm a crazy murder! D- <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, when I get Double M on the phone, you know, I'm not saying I want you to just phone it in. Right. Yeah. Um, I didn't think he did that good. The There wasn't, you know, he wasn't the main character. Which I think in a film like The Gentleman, you can get away with because the whole movie was about him, but I mean, really, like, the wedding planner was J-Lo. So, I don't know. Um, he didn't have any of his iconic moments. I and mean, then you guys take the hair and the all right into, into account, so I'm going to leave it at that. Um, so I do volume, quality, mm-hmm. and uh, mattiness. I'm going to go
0: with a three. Merciful three, I think. Yeah, I think so, too. All right, three. That's that's a fair score. Um, Jace, what are you thinking? Yikes. Mm.
3: Um,
1: I'm gonna give it a two. Uh, he 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 talked pretty. I mean, he did his thing. He did his thing, mm. but it wasn't spectacular. And my God, you know, it, he had to make some decisions about his hair. <laughs> so, so he lost some points there. Uh, he, You know, he talked about inane bullshit really well, but yep. um, not enough to sell me on his role mm-hmm. in the movie is really creepy. Maybe it's the fact that they were trying to play it up as a rom-com, but, you know, he's an emotional cheater and somehow that's okay because he met a girl. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a nine on the scumminess meter, <laughs> but compar- <laughs> comparing it to everything else, I'm going to give it a two
0: too yeah low scores here um and i think i i am pretty much right there with you guys you know this this he was extremely creepy i did not find him charming at all i also think like this might be kind of like a poor performance from him i feel like he kind of phoned it in a little bit like he he didn't really bring much comedic timing i felt i don't think he was very funny he seemed like he was kind of half-assing his lines like it was kind of like he was looking smug it was just kind of along for the ride. Um, the volume was pretty low, um, and I think almost to the movie's benefit, because I actually, whenever he was on the screen, I wasn't enjoying it. I actually thought JLo's los performance was kind of, like I said, Good. carrying yeah. the rest of this movie, um, and he was just kind of being drugged by that. Um, all of the weird... Just all of his lines were just incredibly, incredibly bad. This is the worst McConaughey hair I've ever seen. He also just he didn't bring any of the heat like ryan said um that, that i that i come to these movies for man um he this is his first rom-com this is the beginning we've, we've gotten the samples at the end of the rom-com phase and at mm-hmm. the beginning um we're seeing him at at his you know he's he's still learning his ropes um but i don't know why someone saw this movie and thought more more things should happen with this you know we should put him in more rom-coms this this guy can't bring chemistry here from from what i what i can see um I think Roger Ebert actually touched on this in his review. I don't know if you guys read his review about this. Um, mm. He really, he really trashed Matt's performance. Um, he said, you need someone, he, he used the term, someone with naughtier eyes. I don't know what that means. <laughs> um, but he said, he suggested a couple oh. actors. The first actor he suggested was Ben Affleck. But <gasps> someone like Ben Affleck, be I was just thinking that movie. he
2: would have killed it. The funny it. thing is, is you guys. Refused to watch the Ben Affleck J Lo rom com, Geely, I... <laughs> because it was too bad. Mm-hmm. It was way worse than this one. Apparently,
0: huh? We do a Ben revisited season. Geely has to be on that list. We watched him at his best. Yeah. We got to see him at his worst. Um, here, I think I'm seeing Matt at his worst. Uh, for that, my Matt meter is going to be a zero, and I feel no regrets about that.
1: Damn! Whoa! Yeah. You, we dancing got many
0: zeros. His
1: dance scene isn't even gonna pump it up for you to like a one?
0: Nah, dude. Like he's cause dancing, okay. Pretty good. Pretty good dance. That's I'll probably give that, the best Chase. scene in the movie. <laughs> Pretty great. He looked great, but there was so much other shit that I think push like removes that score, like the negatives. You know, if I yeah. had to just take a net average, it could still be a zero man. Damn. Like I just you can't recover from that. Zero. The lowest math score yet. The council has spoken. I've given out other zeros. I've given out one zero for Ben. I think he's given it. Yeah, he
1: gave the accountant a zero because he was. It was disabled. a
0: technical zero.
1: Yeah, it's still hot
2: topic. Like you're still wrong because he still did a good job. Well, it's a subjective scale, my friend. Oh so, yeah, so that doesn't make any sense because I know you, that you liked his
0: performance. I did like his performance, but I did not think he brought any benniness. We talked about this already! Case closed! Um, do we want to get into our, uh, our movie reviews? Let's close this out. I've got
2: almost nothing to say. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: I, I mean, this was the most bland, hmm. kind of boring movie I've watched in a long time. Uh-huh. I have almost uh-huh. nothing to say. I have no criticism to give. Because I didn't care enough about it to like let my emotions get involved, I don't think that this genre particularly like is something that I like to pay attention to, and I don't think that I can learn a lot from watching movies like this. I'm gonna have to go and give it. Uh, what, what did I give? Ghost of Girlfriend's pass? This has to be better than that.
1: I think you gave I'm it gonna a go three. with three.
2: Three. I'm gonna go with three. A three. Okay. okay, that was higher than I thought. Because I mean. It's hard to hate on it for not being amazing because it's a rom-com. So,
3: Rom-com's I don't know. Good. I, like, yeah,
2: I don't want to, like, inflate rom-com scores. But then again, I don't want to just unfairly trash on them because I don't like them. There was a couple funny parts. Like, the whole Massimo bit was kind of funny. Poorly executed. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but it's at least kind of funny in some in some aspects. I liked the guy at the end of it. Okay, yeah, I think let's go with a three. three? I don't give a shit enough to like give. I I give lower than threes to movies I like really really hate. Mm -hmm.
0: It's almost more of a insult that you don't have an opinion about it because like this huge work of art just did not affect you at all. Mm -mm. Uh, Like it did. It it was a piece of art that just was totally bland for you. There's some
2: parts I would like to watch again,
0: (laughs) but for (laughs) the wrong reasons. (laughs) Yeah, like the Dark
2: Tower thing and the horse scene
1: yeah okay Okay, proceed uh this movie would have been perfect for the finale um it really just speaks volumes to our creed good boys gone bland it was the blandest fucking movie Mm. in the world and i think out of technicality i have to give it a 10 (laughs) um Every moderately funny point is surrounded by a sea of why the fuck am I watching this? (laughs) I feel no love in the middle of this romantic comedy. Are these people even sharing affection for each other? Um, So the the 10 being the meme because this movie is so bland. Oh my God. This is a steak without (laughs) salt and pepper and like cooked five minutes past well done, you know? Or, like, a pork chop that, like, was sitting charcoal. on the counter for, like, two hours after it was cooked and wasn't salted and peppered or seasoned. Um, I would rather watch Ghost of Girlfriend's Past. Hmm. So the movies could get the same math scores.
2: Oh, wow. Well,
1: man, no. Because I keep thinking about the dance scene. And now the horse scene is really fucking funny. <laughs> I think, yeah, three. Three is a good three? a three is a good point for it because it's not yeah, it's, it's something I'm it, it's something that I might tell somebody to watch and be like, you know, there are some pretty funny there are some hits There's some misses. J Lo, I think mm-hmm. she did pretty good in it. Yeah, but it wasn't like it. God,
0: ugh. it made a lot of money at the box office. It did. J Lo became the first I think it was the first person to have a number one movie and a number one album at the same time from this.
1: Hmm. Wow! I respect that. I'm gonna give it a four now.
0: (laughs) Really? You can actually do a four? Yeah. Yeah, I'll give it a four. Four. All right. Um. Yeah. You guys brought out some good points. This movie. I mean, I'm gonna take another quote from some of the other like the Room reviews I've read, where it's like it's rare when you watch a movie where almost every decision is the wrong one, (laughs) like the from the dialogue to the sets, the character decisions just every bit about this movie. there was so much things wrong with it. I feel like we could have I could have talked about this for like four more hours. Uh, broke it down scene by scene. There is so much wrong shit in this movie. I also think just from also like a, a moral standpoint, um, I feel like this movie is kind of like a justification for all creepy dudes 2001 and onwards. They'll see this movie, it's like, you see? You be a fucking creep, you talk too close to people, you break boundaries, act wildly inappropriately, and it'll all work out, baby. <laughs> like I think something like that is is incredibly bad. Um, McConaughey's character was just the absolute shit. I could not re- root for him at all. Like what Jay said, he's an emotional cheater, man. And yeah, Sure, his 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 relationship with his wife wasn't great, but just fucking break it off, dude! Mm-hmm. Like, just get out of there! Like, I could not get behind him, and because of that, I wasn't rooting for their relationship at all. Um, positive points: I thought J Lo did a pretty good job. She her some of her comedy was actually pretty funny. Like, there was a line she said where she's like, "Cause I'm a goddamn professional." I thought her delivery was actually pretty funny. Um, that scene where the taxi driver <laughs> drops his ice cream, I thought it was yeah. hilarious. His <laughs> physical comedy it was really fucking funny. Um, I, I think I actually laughed more from this movie than any movie we've watched so far, um, for, the 19, for the wrong reasons. Nineteen of nineteen. Okay. F- yeah, of our of our good boys gone bland. Not 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 any movie in general. <laughs> um, because there was so much unintentionally hilarious stuff. Like, every piece of dialogue, like, Amber and I were just, like, laughing our asses off. And then just, like, the horse scene with the stunt doubles and shit. So I would actually recommend people watch this, but I am going to give it a one. Like, watch this if you want to see a so-bad-it's-funny movie. But it was a shitter. Delicate balance. Mm -hmm. The one's going to be from J-Lo's performance um, and some of the funny scenes. But that's all I'm going to give it. And I feel good about it, man.
1: Rom coms in uh, reside in some kind of weird quasi dimensional movie state where it's difficult mm. to give them a a justified review score because you know you're dirty
0: for watching a rom com. <laughs> um. <laughs> Thing is, is if like I've seen The Holiday, which is actually like a pretty good rom com that I enjoyed. Um, it wasn't like Citizen Kane, but like I would have at least given that a six or seven, man. So I know they could get there. Uh- Like, The Holiday? Yeah. Jack Black Black and Jude Law. Yeah, I actually enjoyed that one. Kate Winslet.
2: Julie just watched that the other day. I caught, like, three minutes of it. Not very good, but
0: to each their own. That was fun. Like, I just feel like rom-coms could be so much better. And this one is just scraping the bottom of the shitter. The fun part about
1: rom-coms is to make the comedy aspect of it. You have to have characters do things that no sane person in a relationship should do,
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> right, and that's the that's the real trouble.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, this this rom. I think this is probably the worst rom com I've ever seen. Um, but fuck, I, I had a fun time watching it though. Like it was just, it was like I was watching the room, man. Like it was, it was just like I was in disbelief the whole time. Um, well, we did it, guys. We did three, one third of our season has been rom coms, and I feel like that is a fair percentage when you consider you know maybe matt's career yeah well, he's got a good amount of good amount of rom-coms but we're pulling the pin now we're getting ready to to pitch our next episode ryan you said you got you had something
2: yeah i want to throw you guys a curveball okay all right okay uh, matthew mcconaughey was in a start as hank the cow dog oh my god <laughs> in a five episode series that was a podcast. What? Yes, I'm not joking. Matthew McConaughey starred as Hank the Cowdog in an audio-only yeah. podcast where he reenacts the books. Wow. The, the children's books called Hank the Cowdog, where he's like a sheriff dog on a ranch. Holy uh, shit. Also starring Kirsten Dunst.
0: Pretty good cast. Yeah, like... So you're suggesting that we listen to five episodes of this Hank the Cow Dog radio show. Or at least one of instead of watching a movie for next 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 week. It's just a
2: thought. I mean, it's kind of funny. It's uh you know I also I also didn't realize it was a podcast and I spent like twenty minutes googling it and it took me a long time. I thought he did both. I thought he made a series and a podcast, and I was really confused, like But they are racist from the internet. Because if you try to go to like hangthecowdog.com, which I did try to do, it says like not secure.
0: (laughs) Wow. I did not know he did that. I might just check that out as homework. Yeah. I mean, that might just be a fun wreck. I might just, I might just check that out for, we could talk about it next week if, if, uh, if, if, you know, you guys want to check it out. I do think we should, we should keep true to our roots and do a movie though for next week still. That's fine. I mean, but I, I respect the idea.
1: I'd be willing to concede reviewing a partial review of this podcast if we stuck
0: to the digital medium, and did sing. You want to do sing as our as our send off? No, I don't know. Thing is, I I think we should send him off in a strong McConaughey movie. Yeah,
2: Something... I was sort of thinking like let's what, let's abandon this leading role shtick mm-hmm. that he's got going on because. Think about it. my favorite role of it. Okay, Interstellar was great, but apart from that, that we've done is basically confused, where he's not the main character. He just melds into the movie, and I had a great time watching the movie. I really liked it. Mm-hmm. What if we watched a movie where he's not, you know, the center of attention? Let's see how good he does doing other people's jobs. A lot of this podcast, we spend like time riffing on the, you know, the, the characters who aren't Matthew McConaughey.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Let's see him. You know, where's his acting chops? Or he did, does he just get by on being an A-list, you know, frontman celebrity? So, what about Contact? Contact? Okay. okay another space movie. Mm-hmm. Starring Jodie Foster. Great. He's great in those. Starring Jodie Foster. who gets some representation in here, where a woman isn't just, like, involved with the weddings and, you know, doing rom-com things. We get a strong, leading woman. And, uh, Matthew McConaughey plays the love interest which is like flipping the script sort of
0: um, and it's a good movie that's interesting uh, now I am I like that idea and I think I am I agree with all your points um, but we have to be okay with sending Matt out on a not Matt centric movie like for is that better or worse
1: long? all of these movies had been too Matt centric and I'm would like for him to sail off in a boat of this could have been the last episode of the season with how bland the movie was. So you know, I kind of you're okay with with maybe a little less Matt. I th- I think the way that Ryan pitched his argument was I liked it.
0: I liked the idea. I mean, I'm dude. I'm down to watch content because I I like that movie anyways. So like, I can I can watch that shit again. I don't know how much Matt's in it. Because, I mean, are we doing him a disservice by choosing this over, like, Lincoln Lawyer or he's Magic in, Mike? I mean, or... he's in
2: it a little bit. Obviously, it's a Jodie Foster movie, but he's in it a little bit. He's, it's like a Ben Armageddon
0: thing, I think. Okay,
1: yeah. We are doing him a little bit of a disservice.
0: Oh, totally, but... but like If we're doing a McConaughey season, where we are marathoning his movies, you know, could Contact fit in maybe in an Alien season? Or Jodie Foster season, let's say we want to do her. Think about it a little
2: bit. Um, what about Texas Chainsaw Massacre? It
1: I
0: would love
1: to watch that. Honestly, <laughs> I would really love to watch that movie. I wanted to watch that
0: all season. I'll watch it if you guys want to do this. I I'll will watch enjoy it, man. It.
1: No, I I'd, lo- I'd love it, man. Is Texas is that movie notably
0: Texas Spooky? Chainsaw? I- I saw the, se- the one from the 70s and I was like, I couldn't fit. I was pretty sickened. Like, well,
2: if it makes you feel any better, this one is, you know, not the original. Yeah. It's the next generation. So it's a, it's a slasher sequel, which I'm my favorite. Don't get me wrong. I know I've seen like every slasher sequel, but it has a 3.3 on IMDb. Oh. So it's not like a well-produced ho- scary horror movie. It might be mm-hmm. frightening in some aspects, but uh, I wouldn't worry about it too much.
0: This is where our uh, Wheel of Fortune thing can come in. Should we make a spinner? Oh. You want it? Yeah, let's put it up to fate. Let's put it up to fate. Okay, um, um, pick a can wheel. Can we have maybe one more choice to throw in? I want to do a do movie three? that's like a
1: su- above 90% Matthew McConaughey rated movie. Maybe
0: we can put in like Lincoln Lawyer. Fucking magic, mic Like put in. Okay, tiptoes has to be in there.
1: Tiptoes, if the gods will it. Wow. Okay. What's the first input? Is it contact? Yeah, just put in contact. just chainsaw. take
0: the cow no. <laughs> uh, no, to, <laughs> okay, not an episode. We can't do an episode. Okay, what we else? Could, we could talk about it though on an episode. You know, I'll listen to it. Um, Make Lincoln Lawyer. Mud. Mud, yeah. You can do mud. And then Tiptoes. Tiptoes. Wasn't there one more? Is that the only two? Rewatch. Put contact
1: in. The Wedding Planner. Rewatch the Wedding Planner.
0: <laughs> dark Tower. Put yeah, in the Dark
2: Tower. You... You know, put a Dark Tower. You have to do Dark Tower. <laughs> Please.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah, watch stream. Wait, let me click watch stream. Okay. So we put in, what, five inputs? Yep. A big chance
2: for Dark Tower, you guys.
0: Okay, guys. Oh, Dark Tower. Um, oh, no, thank God. Let's bes- decide before we spin. Are we gonna do one and done or best two out of three?
1: Oh, best one of three. And done.
0: You can't best of three. Not best of three. One first,
1: first to three. First to three. No, that's the way.
0: It's a race, and then you know it's a yeah. Let's do. Let's do a race. Let's do a race. Come on, it's Survivor. Oh, you know okay. Survivor does the. Does that's the... fair. Okay. Okay, spin it baby, and let's do, let's tell them what it is because you know people are listening. You know, yeah, know, there's it. audio. Okay. Alright, spin the wheel.
3: Okay.
1: The J puff. Okay.
0: Counted plus okay. one. Rip it, baby. Okay, like a I'm fine with either of those. There's only one of these that I really don't want to fucking do. <laughs> oh, Lincoln Boy. It's a Lincoln Boy. Okay.
1: Please. This is a pretty good spread so far. Mud? Yep.
0: Mud. Yeah, this That's is close. a pretty good spread. Unless one of your movies has a hidden...
1: Okay. okay, we're pretty yeah. safe right now with...
3: TCM. Yeah.
0: Okay, so TCM and what? Contact are tied? Lincoln Lawyer and Texas. Oh, TCM Home and Master Lincoln Lawyer. Lawyer. Okay. Yep. Okay. You got three? Lincoln Lawyer. We have Lawyer. three with the Lincoln Lo- Lincoln Lawyer. Okay, that's the fates, guys. Huh. Ugh. That's the fates.
2: I'm gonna watch contact. Honestly, like race.
0: yeah, I think I might want contact sounds like a good watch for this week. Are we just picking Contact? No, no, no. no I mean, like, I I'm gonna, we'll I'm gonna watch, watch it. it. Yeah, watch okay. it for fun, and then. Oh, okay. Uh... I mean, I honestly, like, I would love to just watch Contact, but for the sake of the theme, I feel like Lincoln Lawyer is, is probably no, the totally. Choice. And I think that
2: might be a Ryan heavy episode, anyways.
0: So you get what you pay for, yeah, folks. Yeah. Lincoln Lawyer would be a good send off. Yeah. Okay, so we've, we've decided. We did, we did, we got the three. We're doing Lincoln Lawyer. Yeah. Um, I'm fine with this. We can do this, and then afterwards, we've got state of the podcast, guys. This is our last, our last foray with McConaughey. Um, And then then he's out of here. Okay, get outside after this. It's a bit stuffy in the house with summer coming. The the movie mansion. Oh yeah. Oh, is that a little hint of uh, of something Jace is going to pitch?
2: How about we do a Survivor season between all the actors, and then whoever wins the Survivor season, we have to do them.
0: (laughs) Oh God. (laughs) We, well, we would have to think about different ways to do state of the podcast because I want to do it at some point in the future, I want to do like a fan poll of what we should do. Another time maybe we can use the, the wheel of chaos like we did this time. Or maybe another time we can do ranked choice voting again or you know, I feel like doing different ways might be fun. Unless you guys have different thoughts. That's fine. Cool. So I'm psyched for for State of the Podcast. But first, let's do Matthew McConaughey, his due diligence. Let's watch Lincoln Lawyer. Ryan, you're gonna be in the hot seat. You're gonna be our consultant <laughs> to help guide us through this movie.
3: <laughs>
0: um but I but I'm psyched, guys. I wanted mud. Has this been um sorry, Ryan. You wanted mud? I should just watch I mud. Seen mud either. i watched Contact. if we if we want. Yeah, I look. I might watch contact too. <laughs> but we can't we can't watch it. On, we can't talk about it on the podcast, guys. That's we're emotionally cheating on Matt if we do that, okay? He's in the movie. Is yeah, but it's a Jodie Foster movie, man. We're cheating on Matt with Jodie. We might not Cagan. have liked it,
1: but we got to give him a fair send-off like we gave to Ben.
2: That's fine. I own Lincoln Lawyer on DVD, so I'm not going to be like...
0: <laughs>
2: upset that <laughs> I have to, it to you it.
0: After the bar, yeah?
2: <laughs> no, I've had it for like 10 years, um, and I uh, haven't ever watched it. Hmm.
0: Well, now per- has the perfect chance. But thanks so much for... uh. Thanks so much for joining us this week, guys. Um, we had a we had a great time watching the wedding planner, I guess. <laughs> uh, but I'm psyched for next week. We're gonna finish this off strong, guys. Uh, we're gonna watch the Lincoln Lawyer. Follow us on Twitter. I decided to change the Twitter handle to something that's easier. It's gonna be called at gbgb podcast. Thank God I don't have to spell it anymore. Just just follow us at gbgb podcast. Tell your friends that we changed our address. Uh, send us your questions on Twitter. We'd love to answer them. If you want to, if you have any questions about uh, movies, we have very high McConaughey and Ben Affleck expertise. Or you just have questions about us in general. Um, follow us also on Instagram. That's going to be just Good Boys Gone Bland. Um, throw us a subscribe. Throw us a review. Um, we'd love to give outs to our uh, to our homies who are giving us reviews. Uh, we just got a review from uh, from Orion, who's not our Orion. <laughs> Thanks for the review.
2: Yeah, but he's also a Gemini.
0: He's also a Gemini, he's, but oh, he's yeah. not. He yeah. is not Ryan. <laughs> but thanks for listening, guys. Um, any any words of wisdom to close us out? For the love of God, if you're here right now, go back
1: and listen to the Surviving Christmas episode, because Lettuce Night <laughs> is my favorite oh. creation.
2: Yeah, we are finding out that Surviving Christmas is a simultaneously very important. Episode to the gbgvs mm-hmm. but yet criminally under-listened. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so I feel like we're yeah. rambling incoherently a lot about, like, Lettuce Night and the Deli Dudes and Metazords. Um If you're wondering so, what we're
0: talking about, it's because you didn't watch Surviving Christmas. Yes. Yeah, Surviving so Christmas is the keystone to our entire podcast lore. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, Let's watch the movie. It's really funny. That's it's good. It's our...
0: Uh, <laughs> It's our lost Christmas special, like, like what Star Wars has. You know, you just gotta watch it if you know where Boba Fett comes from and all that, and you know, Chewbacca's family. So uh <laughs> that's been our show. Uh see ya
3: later. <laughs> <laughs>